With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Age of Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Talking Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and of course, joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, it's been forever. Like, I don't need, like, how long has it been, bro? Uh, we went two weeks. Two weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, some deaths in the family, and then just... Um, yeah, man, I've been dealing with a lot of gut issues, so it's made it hard to want to do anything because I can't, you know, stay out of the bathroom. So, All right. but I'm finally on a medication where we can do this, so let's do it, brother. That's right. All right, sir, we are going to do some wrestling talk. Yes, wrestling talk, baby. That's what's up. That's right. And we are on the road to WrestleMania! Oh, yeah, that's right, baby. It is time. It is coming. The show of all shows. The granddaddy of them all. WrestleMania. To Hollywood, too. That's right. In L.A. 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 LA. Alright, that's enough of that. Anyways, man, we got a lot of stuff happening, man. We got to get caught up. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to recap the last pay-per-view. Because, well, that was too long ago. <laughs> but we got a lot yeah, to talk you, about. You guys wouldn't care at this point. Right? But we'd have the fallout from that, and that would be that Sami Zayn did not win at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view in his hometown in Montreal, Canada. But, of course, the WWE Universe is still clamoring for the former Usi, Sami Zayn, to be the one who to dethrone Roman but it's still looking like WWE is going to settle on Cody. Cooper, what are your thoughts on this? We all knew the storyline going into this. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people are so butthurt. 
It is what it is, man. Yeah. And let's be honest, even Sami Zayn himself has said he doesn't feel that he is top-tier champion material. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that he even got there and actually put on the show that he did means a lot and says a lot about him and his wrestling career and just his character all around as a man, dude. Uh So, my hat's off to him, but the fans just gotta chill the hell out, dude. I really think the biggest problem with wrestling now is there's too much of an opinion. Yeah. And too much of everybody knowing something before something even happens. We need to bring back KFAB just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I have a hard time with it because I kind of understand where the fans are coming from. You know, this is the same kind of thing that the fans felt, and it's basically almost a repeat, of uh, the year that, what was it, WrestleMania 30 we went into with the triple threat match that got shoehorned into into the main event. Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton for both titles that, you know, Daniel Bryan didn't win or ended up winning that night, but he was kind of, it was kind of felt like it was forced in. But, um, so they're kind of like, it's kind of the other thing. The only thing I feel different about this though, is a lot of people wanted Bryan to win at the Royal Rumble and he didn't. Batista ended up winning. Batista had been gone for a little bit, came back for the Rumble basically got entered in and won it. And a lot of fans are like, oh, 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 oh. I mean, because, you know, Cody came back, yes, but he came back at last year's WrestleMania. And the only reason why he was out recently was due to an actual injury. He was out with, we all know, with that pectoral issue, torn pectoral. Yeah. So I kind of, so I kind of feel like we can't really wedge this. WWE is kind of playing around with a potential reunion between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. To take on the Usos for the tag titles at WrestleMania. But they're still leaving that door open for a potential triple threat. Because Kevin Owens hasn't teamed up yet with Sami Zayn. They kind of help each other out survive beatdowns by the bloodline. But at the same time, they're not really joining forces. Yeah man, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this. I do agree with you a little bit there with the old Daniel Bryan Batista situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE does have a little bit of a problem on their hands, but like I said, fans need to chill out. Uh, and I think if we brought back KFAB a little bit, this wouldn't even be so much of an issue because you're not, you know, you're not knowing everything that's going on before it happens. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest problem. And really, honestly. I don't think they should be able to uh, actually, you know, plan out that far ahead on what they're doing because things change. Right. And obviously Sammy's, you know, Sammy's got the fans right now, and it would be cool to see, but we'll see what happens with it. I, I also think this is kind of WWE creative's fault in the aspect that you could have kept this bloodline thing with Sammy Zayn going into WrestleMania instead of having this becoming issue prior and then because you everybody saw this coming the fans knew as soon as there was going to be a problem between Sammy and the bloodline that the fans were going to back Sammy religiously basically for the lack of a better term and that's what exactly happened but instead what you could have done 
is you could have now, at this point in time, today, starting like in this time frame, started seeing the chinks in the armor. There's going to be a fallout coming soon with Sammy and the Bloodline. Why not then? You could actually then have Cody versus Roman for the WWE title Saturday night. Sane costs him that night, and oh, and Roman pissed off at Sammy, then wants to face him the next night for the Universal title. Or Sammy will only agree to it to face him for the Universal title. Because he's, you know, because he knows he's going to end up getting his ass kicked anyways. But then you could have then, you know, dropped one title. Because we're all tired of the two titles anyways on Roman, I think. I think we've kind of worn that. I think it's finally worn its welcome. Finally. Yeah. Or, then you could have still dropped the title. Because Cody only really cares about the WWE Championship anyways. I don't think he really has a shit about the Universal. Yeah. It's not the prestige. The WWE Championship has a prestige. And we all know he wants to change the title. He wants to make it the um, old... Winged Eagle belt. Which would be awesome. Which, of course, would be awesome. The only thing I can look forward to if he does win both is maybe he'll turn the Universal into the world, the former World Heavyweight title, which would be great. I'd love to see that back. Oh, yeah, and especially since his dad carried that title, too. Absolutely. So there you go. Um, but anyways, so then you could have done that. And then if you wanted to still keep Roman with a title, to then maybe if The Rock can show up for SummerSlam this summer... You can then have him face off of the bloodline then and finish off the bloodline at SummerSlam instead of here at WrestleMania, which we they were originally hoping for anyways. But, um, so, I mean, creative really kind of screwed the pooch themselves anyways on this. What do you think? That they did, man. It's, uh, it's quite the debacle with it, and mm-hmm. I just don't understand, man. It's like, you can't, you can't plan like that. It's... I mean, anything could happen. Somebody could get hurt. Any of that, you know. And then you got to change directions. Yeah. And the the problem is, is Cody was hurt, so they changed directions. Yeah. Well, now Cody's coming back, so automatically Cody gets back into the title back belt into the that he was originally going to be in, anyways. But would have been sooner, probably. Uh, it, it's just it's a it's a it's a mess, and hopefully it gets properly resolved and the fans will be satisfied with hopefully a Owen Zane team up to take down the Usos as tag champions. Or at least half the championships. They can take Raw or SmackDown away from the Usos. I don't care. Just kind of keep it up. Don't let it be a triple threat match. Don't make this mistake again. It doesn't. You don't need to shoehorn somebody in. Like I said, the Daniel Bryan thing, a lot of fans thought Daniel Bryan should have been the winner at the Rumble and ended up being Batista, where no one really thought Zayn was going to be the Royal Rumble winner because he didn't even participate for one. Mm-hmm. So, all right, man. Another match that's I, this I don't even know why they're even having this match. It doesn't make a lick of sense. But Brock Lesnar versus Almost at WrestleMania. What are we doing here? I don't know, man. It's like they're just kind of throwing it together, and I guess. To either put almost over or to just give somebody to Brock Lesnar and, you know, feed him to the sharks type thing. Yeah. Because I, I don't think almost is even ready for Brock Lesnar. I don't care how big he is. Yeah. And it's just going to be a, uh, just a dumb match, to be honest. Uh, somebody's going to get hurt. That That's, that's, that's the basically get up and go do something match. 
because you it, it's not going to be good it's not going to be entertaining whatsoever i mean honestly it needs to be like the second or third match on saturday get it done and out of the way with as quickly as possible mm-hmm. obviously you don't because and I, I only bring this up because we may talk about this at one point but when they talk about jericho's exit on the broken school session with um stone cold he talked about he knew his time was with wwe was over when him and Owens' battle at WrestleMania was second on the card, instead of being, he's like, if you first, you if you're not the main event, you want to be first. If you're second, total disrespect. Well, this match isn't worth being anything but a second match on Saturday. Get it quickly done and over with. It's not deserving of a pay per view main event. It's not deserving to be the first match either at WrestleMania to kick off WrestleMania. It deserves to kind of just be like lost in the shuffle of the card. Yeah, definitely, man. All right. Uh, let's see here. So, recently, Lita and Becky Lynch teamed up and won the tag titles for the women's division. And now Trish Stratus will be joining them in a six-woman tag match at WrestleMania to take on Damage Control. Dude, that is so cool. And the fact that Lita came back and her and Becky Lynch are now tag champs. Right. That's just crazy, man. I, I enjoy this all the way around. Um, especially the little kid in me, because, you know, we grew up watching them, man. Oh, so yeah. For me, it's it's a little nostalgia and, and uh, puts a little bit more prestige on the titles, to be honest. Absolutely. So. Uh, you know, because we all remember the recently the issue between um, Naomi and Sasha with creative. It wasn't their issue with each other. It was creative, them and creative. Because they felt like they won the titles and then they were not being used. Which is true. They really weren't. And they kind of lost, kind of the titles lost their luster. And then, you know, they did the end of, after they left and now they did the open, t- you know, title uh, uh, tournament and got a title um, back on somebody. It kind of still didn't seem, you know, like, uh, they're their titles. Like, eh, it's okay. Damage Control has it. Okay, fine. But then to have a legend in Lita, one of the biggest superstars in wrestling, period, in Becky Lynch, currently. Yeah. And then now to throw in Trish Stratus to make the match a six-woman tag match at WrestleMania, that's that's just great. That's just great, um, you know, entertainment for the fans. You know, you get the nostalgia versus... The current, and it's it's going to be great, I think. It's going to be awesome. All right. So, John Cena recently returned to Monday night last night in Boston, Massachusetts. Big and, shocker. All yeah, right. And, of course, him and Theory had promo, promoff uh, in, in battle, I guess. I don't know how they call it. Is it a promo battle or something? I don't know. I guess. It's a war of words. War, Basically, war of words, which, of course, Cena made Austin Theory his bitch. And accepted the match at WrestleMania for the United States Championship. Uh, I don't care how good you make Cena destroy Austin Theory. I really don't see Cena winning this match. I see this as him helping Theory get over. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, it's okay for him to come in and do that. But, I don't know, man. I think Austin Theory would have been good if they would have brought him along differently. And the way they brought him along, it's just so hard to even care about his character, his in-ring ability, because he just, he's just got that that look on his face. You want to freaking punch him? Yeah. He's kind of a dick. So. He's got that douchebag face yeah. that you just want to just fucking punch him. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's bad. I don't like, though, that even though Cena's probably going to put him over at WrestleMania, how badly you made him look against Cena, you know, on the mic. Yeah. If you guys seen Raw, or even if you just seen the highlights of it, Cena destroys him completely. And it's like, dude, you you can't do that. He's got to get better on the mic. You got to have him go toe to toe. I mean, with he, Cena, he is pretty good on the mic, but it's just like, yeah, but you can't have Cena come in and just bitch slap him. Yeah, true. And then you're gonna want, and then you're gonna have Cena put him over at WrestleMania. How's the fans gonna buy that? It might just be a way to get Cena to get a win, maybe come back. Yeah, but for the time, for the old, United States, hold the United States title, dude. But do, what are you gonna do? Hold it hostage while you're in Hollywood? The, do the, uh, you know, do the United States title challenge thing every week for a couple weeks, and then gives it up to somebody. I don't know. I guess, man. I just, I don't know. It's, it's just hard for me to sit there and watch somebody get their ass verbally handed to them. Basically, because it wasn't physically, it was verbally, yeah. and then you're gonna expect me to have him be put over by the legend. I, that's that's a hard one for me, honestly. All right, now let's talk about another return. This time of Logan Paul, who is going to be challenging Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, man, they've they've had a bit of a um, you know rivalry as far as a war of words like we just said mm-hmm. um over social media things like that um Seth Rollins has been interviewed a couple times and asked about what he thought about Logan Paul and he didn't have nice things to say about him at all mm-hmm. and you know I mean I understand it this is a wrestling business and when you have somebody coming in that's that's not a part of you know the community mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, they make you feel welcome, but you don't come in and think you're entitled. True. I mean, I kind of get where he's coming from, too, because obviously Logan got the match against Roman at the Crown Jewel last year, and everybody's just like, you didn't deserve it. Put on a pretty good performance. We'll give him that. A lot lot better, and of course, Roman did a good job selling it because he looked surprised as hell. Uh, So I'm going to give it to him for that. But... I don't know. It's just, I get kind of why we're bringing Paul back because it's celebrity. It's Hollywood. Even though he's not a Hollywood guy, I'm saying he's a celebrity outside of the ring. So, you know, I know he can bring back. But, man, are they going to seriously have Rollins lose again? I think some, what was it on um, the Straight Shoot podcast? This would be his fourth straight WrestleMania loss if he doesn't beat Paul. It's just dumb, dude, because Rollins is main event material, and they don't push him the way they should, and it really kind of ticks me off. I mean, I don't like this whole, you know, he's this mid-card freaking joke where he goes out there and laughs and he you know i mean sure have some fun with it but it's like they don't take him serious anymore and he's one of them superstars i'm sorry but he's one of them superstars that triple h brought along that you know all the way from fcw you know what i'm saying this is Mm -hmm. this is some old school shit here and i think that here recently they have not done seth rollins right I'm glad to see him back a baby face, cause, but it's kind of a baby face. You know what I mean? He's like he's like turning into the next Triple H anti, yeah, anti whatever, kind of anti hero kind of thing. 
And as we all know, my opinion is is he. I don't think he's high level championship. I think he's mid card. I just don't like the fact that he's kind of like a mid card jobber right now, putting over people all the time. Now, granted, I get it. You brought Cody back, and you wanted to make Cody look good coming back because you knew Cody was going to be. And the not WWE only champion. that, but that's that's a full on good match right there. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. But but now you're going to have him face Logan Paul. More than likely, you're going to have have Logan win. What I don't like, too, is when they bring these guys on, yeah, sure, he's a social media icon. I get it. But when you bring these guys on and you just make them out to be like this superstar, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, he don't, he's not that damn good. I mean, he's athletic, mm-hmm. but really, come on now. you gotta, you got to pay your dues. I mean, I would honestly wouldn't mind seeing if Logan Paul actually committed to WWE and actually wrestled to earn his ability to do something. You know, because right now the only thing I'd be okay with him doing is obviously, obviously, I feel better if he was facing Austin Theory for the United States title rather than John Cena, yeah. because then at least then whether or not Logan wins or Austin Theory wins, it makes sense. It makes sense, and, and you and I, either way, wouldn't give a damn about who won. True. Because we don't like them both. So yeah, so it wouldn't really bother us. But at the same time, they're kind of the same style of athlete enough where the it would probably make a pretty good match, honestly. It would. So, you know, that would make sense. And don't get me wrong, Rollins is athletic enough, and it's probably going to be a great match that way, too. I just don't like the fact that we might see Rollins lose for the fourth straight, possibly WrestleMania. And granted, like I said, we got it last year. Cody Rhodes is coming back. You got to make Cody look good. Seth Rollins, you use Seth Rollins to do it, fine. But four straight Rollins is better than four straight losses. And even though I don't think Rollins is top tier like you do and a lot of his fan, and a lot of fans do, he's still not worthy of being a mid card. Four time, four straight WrestleMania loser either, to me. He deserves to be in the title hunt constantly, you know. Because, honestly, if anybody's going to give Roman a good match, besides that, I'm hoping Cody gives him a good match, it's going to be Seth Rollins. Yeah. But you won't do it. That's the problem. That's the other problem is you won't do it. You keep making him out to be a weirdo and stuff. It's like, dude, can we just normalize... Seth Rollins back to the architect. I loved architect Rollins because he was he was starting to get to be where he's kind of like Triple H, cerebral. Yeah, and he, manipulator. He wasn't. He wasn't this outlandish character that, that just. Uh, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I like. I do enjoy. The music, the, you know, the pandering to the crowd, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got good elements to it, but the outlandish freaking outfits and just, I don't know if it's the man trying to to show him along or something because she wears some weird shit too, but uh, maybe I don't know, dude. It's kind of weird. It is. I mean, we got more matches we can talk about. Um, obviously, it's going to be interesting to see. But, but that's only that's a good majority of them. We still got, of course, the main event: Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, which we're hoping is only going to be Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Yeah. For the love of God, don't make it anything else other than those two. Um, you know, uh, we got SmackDown Women's Champion 
Flair is going to take on Rhea Ripley. That's going to be a good match. That's going to be a great match. I'm just. When are we going to see the end of this run with her and Dom? Is this getting kind of to the point where she needs to start concentrating on being a champion? And she's got to dump Dom for that (laughs) to work. Um, Obviously, at some point, we will get an official Dom versus Ray at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's not official yet. They don't have it on the match card, uh, either match card. Well, it's all on one match card, but um, we don't have it official yet, so we're waiting on that. Uh, Belair versus Asuka. I want to see Asuka again. Don't get me wrong. I like Belair fine. But I need another Oscar run because uh, I don't care what anybody says. I'm ready for Oscar. Not only that, but the way the way they brought her back and just this, she's feisty. I like it. Um, I think that Oscar has another title run in her, and uh, well, it seems it's time to put prestige back on her. Yeah, and a lot of people are clamoring the fact for the fact that she's also tapped into her old New Japan um, version of herself. So, you know, yep. if that's the case. Let's see it. Let's see what that New Japan Oscar brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so that that's basically all we got for that. Uh, uh, interesting news. Uh, recently saw that um, the Wrestling Observer has noted that MJF has been telling people in the AEW locker room as soon as this contract's over in January of next year, he's booking it over to WWE. Man, I don't blame him, to be honest. I mean, let's be honest. AEW compared to WWE, which would you, where would you rather be? Let's well, of course, be WWE. WWE is the prestige company. It always has been, always will be. Uh-huh. It's nice to see that, you know, AEW is doing its thing, sure. Um, and I used to be a big fan of it, and I was clamoring for it and real happy to, to see, you know, TNT finally have wrestling again and all that. But to me, it's just, it's it's glorified independent wrestling. True. So, I mean, it, I don't mean to be that way, but that's, that's how it feels. I just find it interesting, though, because we just had on an interview on a podcast recently talk about, He's going to whoever pays him the most. And he would dump Sip of WWE, obviously paid him more. But if AEW paid him more, he would stay. So it's kind of like... Now he doesn't even want to stay. He doesn't want to stay. That's that's what's shocking me. That's saying a lot, too. That is. It's like, well, if AEW offered you 30... I'm not saying they would. I don't know how wrestling contracts really work in that aspect. I'm Maybe $5 million a year for five years, I guess. So that's $25 million. And only WWE offer you a three three year deal for fifteen, yeah, or three year deal for ten. The average make the average different. You're you're gonna take the less guarantees or the less money to, in less years. Unless he already knows the contract, he might. It's true, but it, I guess I I guess there's not really technically uh, anything where you can say you can't negotiate contracts. Like, you know, in actual sports, you can't discuss anybody with another team because that's considered tampering. Well, I don't think wrestling, the industry might not really have a... Yeah, I don't think they have a bylaw like that. They have, like, a no-compete they Yeah, no they just have the no-compete no compete clause. But it doesn't mean that, like, other people from other companies don't hang out or don't talk or don't, yeah. you know, and who knows, maybe he's talked to somebody in the WWE and... 
He he knows where he wants to be. He, should, he needs to come right over to WWE and whoop the Miz's ass and take over. I'm the sorry, new dude, but he is he, <laughs> he is can be the new Miz, the best on the fucking mic. He is just like this generation's bad guy. Let's be honest, because I mean he can make you either like him or full on hate his ass. Yep. So I like it. Absolutely. Uh, oh, speaking of the almost and Brock Lesnar, reports is that's Vince's doing. What do you think of that? I, I mean, it, it sounds right, it sounds, doesn't it? It sounds like some like a Vince move because Vince always clamors for the bigger guys and all that crap. So it is what it is. I, I just don't understand it. It's like, why are you even letting him have a say anymore? I mean, I understand, I get it, but... Because he's back and he's still technically be, the boss. Let's be honest, he sucks at booking matches now. Oh, God, he's been shit at booking matches for a long time. We were thankful Triple H took over. Especially when he had to take over because of the issue Vince had outside the business. It was really good to see that, you know? Um, it's I, I, That's why I just we don't get this match. It's like pointless. It is pointless, and really, I don't think Omos is even ready for oh, it. Oh, he's not. He's not even close. He, he wasn't. He wasn't even ready for the role they gave him when he when he came in with AJ. He just they needed really to make him go back down to NXT, hone in on his craft. Oh, absolutely. And then come back. It's not saying he can't be a good superstar. It's just the way you book the guy and the way you present the guy. Says a lot about mm-hmm. everything, and Absolutely. not only that, but when, like, say you and I were running a, a company, let's just say that, okay? Okay. I would not ever decide to put him in the ring against somebody like Brock Lesnar when he's only been wrestling for what two and a half years. So with, with the up top of WWE, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, honestly, we probably wouldn't have either one of them, but. You know what I mean. Well, I'm just saying we because we we don't like either one of them. <laughs> is what I mean by that. It's, I, <sighs> sorry, <laughs> not not liking somebody and respecting somebody's craft is a little bit different. I can hate Brock Lesnar, but you have to respect that that dude has been a part of the business since 2000. Okay, and not only that, but. He's went from WWE to UFC back to WWE. Yes, I don't like the way they book him. Yes, I don't like how he's their prize fighter. But in a way, you have to respect his craft. And to be honest, to me, this is a this is a downgrade for Brock Lesnar. Why would you put him again? Make another match against freaking Bobby Lashley or or somebody like that? You know, give him somebody good. Give him give him Bray Wyatt. Since you guys want to push Bray Wyatt so much, give Brock Lesnar Bray Wyatt. Instead of him and Bobby Lashley, which yeah. hasn't been made official, but yeah. we're expecting it to be announced soon. Probably either next week on Raw or sometime it's after just, that. It's just weird, dude. It is. It's you, you, It's just a head-scratching match, and it's just like it doesn't work on any level on the card at all. Nowhere. Because it, it's, and it's really, I kind of agree with you. It is a little bit beneath um, Brock at this point. If he's going to put over somebody, he needs to be putting over somebody 
who's ready to make the leap. Almost isn't even close to being ready to make the leap. Dude, you know what would be cool? Brock Lesnar versus Braun. I was just thinking the same exact Dude, thing, honestly. That would be I was amazing. about to say, can we just swap almost and Braun? Like, let them switch places on the rosters and then let's go? Yes, man. That's funny, though. Because... That's hilarious. I'm telling you, dude. Like, it, it just makes sense. They're both beefed out dudes. Mm-hmm. You want a big main event match? Do it. Yeah. And e- wanna... even even if you said, "Okay, I'm gonna make Brock Lesnar go down to NXT and he's gonna face him for the title," I would watch it. Yeah. I would watch it. I mean, or a good way to get Brock. I mean, not Brock Braun. Breaker a chance to really hit the ground running on the main roster by beating Lesnar at WrestleMania. No one would want to screw with him after that. Yeah. Like, you could then technically almost have a Goldberg-type run with Breaker. I wouldn't say do it, but I'm just saying. I'd say do it. Well, I'm, I think that would be sweet. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you could theoretically then go, my God, who's, if he can beat Brock right off the bat at WrestleMania... Who could beat him? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then talk about the buildup for him and Roman, though. Oh, right? Yeah, man. He, he, he's sitting there just beating he's everybody. One, he's beating. one of them guys that, you know, it's like he's been down on that lower tier for a little too long. Yeah. It's kind of like when Adam Cole decided, okay, I'm leaving. Because, obviously, you guys aren't going to do anything with me. So, I want to go somewhere where I can at least be a big fish in a little pond. Right. You know, and then because they all they did was tease his potential at Survivor Series when yeah. they made NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw, yeah. and he helped NXT win that Survivor Series. But then after that, he didn't. He still didn't come up. It was so stupid that NXT shit the way they did it. I mean, yeah, granted, to I, me it that was, dumb, was just but... the dumbest thing they could have done. Because then after that, NXT went to shit, and I'm like, you guys sat there and pushed that for how long? Right. And, and you made them run roughshod on the whole freaking WWE and act like they were going to be something great. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Triple H had his heart problem and was gone, it was yep. squashed. Yeah, everything went to hell on that one. But yeah, man, I mean, come on. Because you can even run the storyline with this, too, if you were trying to. If you still had the bloodline going and Roman was still either half cha- one of the champions or still undisputed. Because then... Brock Breaker's just rolling through people, and you're just like, okay, well, now we got to face Roman. And Roman's like, no, nah, I'm better than you. Here, you can face Jay. Yeah, Braun Breaker. Next is... week, you can face Jimmy. Next week, you can face Solo. Then you've beaten everybody in the bloodline, and then he's like, no, I'm coming after you in the next pay-per-view, bitch. Boom. And not only that, but let's talk about bloodlines. I mean... He has Braun, got a bloodline. Braun Breaker does have bloodline. He's a Steiner. So that's what's so cool and about that's, him. What pisses me off is like you've got a self-made freaking like guy right there. You could freaking push him all day. Yeah. And fans would eat it up. Absolutely. Well, cuz the best part is other than the fact if you actually know what the wrestling... hell is this shit with Jinder Mahal? I haven't even faced Jinder Mahal. It's like, come on, dude. Because they got to do something with Jinder. They've been fucking him over. Fuck I, don't, I know you don't like Jinder. I really don't like Jinder either. But they've been doing nothing with Jinder. I, I, I love the whole 3 and B thing. That was funny. Another yes. version of 3 and B. Yeah, I got it. Uh, 
I mean, honestly, if we're talking about the guys that are getting kind of screwed over, and even though we hate him, but I just didn't see the point then in doing this rebranding. What the fuck are they doing with Baron Corbin? Yeah, Baron Corbin is... Why, why did we have this rebranding with JBL, and then he fucking still can't beat anybody? They dropped it. And and then they eventually dropped it where JBL ain't even going out there with him now. Well, because he's not going to technically support a loser. I yeah, get it, but... Exactly. It was just, what was the point in that? I, th- we're, I thought we were going to... I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Strowman... I mean, not Strowman, but... Baron's going to go... Be with JBL, learn the craft a little bit better, and now he's going to be, he's supposed to be the next, and I knew it too, as soon as they said he's going to JBL, he's the next wrestling god. <laughs> How'd that work out? Yeah. You guys fucked that? Dude. I'm like, dude, what the hell, you can't even give the they poor need, guy. They need to bring him back as the lone wolf, leave it alone, let him go back to his, his old days, and let him go back to being an an Indian dude, or Native American, if you want to get politically correct, okay? Let him go back to be being a badass, you kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. I mean, because honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing him and Damian Priest team up for a little bit. Or him and Damian Priest fighting. That too. That would be cool too. Well, I was just saying, because you know, they're both Native, so it would be kind of cool to see well, them yeah. both. Have like an, a, you know, a full-on, you know... Not Tribal not ca- not cartoony like Tanaka or something yeah, like that, no, but like respectfully, respectfully, yeah, you know, and make it cool. That would have been actually kind of cool. Been like, oh hey, here we go. This is awesome. You know, I mean, I might have actually started pulling for Baron if he would team up with Damian Priest, and they kind of did that. I'd be like, okay, that's kind of cool. I can I can dig that as a tag title, yeah, as a tag team, a legit, and it's a legit tag and team. A, and they're two big guys. They're about the same height, same. Build all of it, dude. It would make sense. The only the only thing I think is Damien's probably a little bit more athletically gifted. Or better yet, here here's an idea. Let's spin this. Get rid of Dom and bring Baron over to Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. I mean, at least it would save him because they're they're basically burying his ass now. Yeah. For I don't know. Maybe he pissed somebody off. Because Dominic man is just <laughs> oh, Dom's a bitch. He made Dom into a little bitch. Dude, it's so funny. Did you see the TikTok about the pri- the prison workout? <laughs> oh, Dom, stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it bad that I want Ray to just kick his ass at Mania? No, it's not. <laughs> He's such a little bitch. Oh, man. But, hey, man, I'm, this was a good episode. Um, it's been fun, dude. And it it's been way too long. I'm very sorry, you guys. So much going on in life that, you yeah. know, it's... Uh. Hopefully we get a reprieve for a little while. We can keep this going yes. strong for a while. Especially, hopefully, maybe before, like, can we keep some... We want some consistency before my two-week vacation. <laughs> right. That'd be nice. <laughs> Go into July. Kind of the dead period anyways, where... Where there's not really shit going on, so... Yeah, because I mean, okay. basketball season would be over by then. Yeah. Baseball would just be getting into the MLB All-Star break. You know, we wouldn't really have much to talk about anyways. NASCAR, I mean, of course, is still going, but at that point, it's just like, you know, we're doing what we're doing. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with football talk. Holy crap, we're not even into the free agent frenzy, and it's already been frenzy today. Dude, it has been crazy. Holy today. shit. I've been having notifications pop up on my phone, too, and I'm like... <gasps>
What? Cooper's happy because his uh, division might get a little bit easier because there's a quarterback in Baltimore that might not be there very much longer. Yes, baby. Um, we got... You got the NFC North divisions probably going to become wide open because Green Bay might be without their quarterback. What about what about old Ramsey, buddy? Ramsey, too. Ramsey's liking he, all these things that fans keep saying he's the greatest cornerback in franchise history and wants to stay in Los Angeles, but I kind of need a first-round pick, bro. <laughs> I know, right? kind of need a first-round so, pick. we got a lot of talk I'm, about I'm because happy, of that. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk about it tomorrow because there's some things I'm happy about. So, yeah, um, and I'm excited to see where these people go, and what what happens with them because sometimes you feel like you know that guy is so good, and that team holds him back. So, absolutely, it's gonna be nice to see some of these guys go elsewhere. It will be, you know, and of course we got to get ready to talk about uh, you know the draft coming up, free agency, obviously. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Anthony Richardson's combine workout. He had a pretty good workout, so we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, whatever. Don't be upset just because he left Florida, okay? Whatever. I'm sorry, but, you know, it's like it's like you and I talked about the other day. He can be good at practice all he wants. True. He can be good at drills all he wants. True. It's in-game where it counts. Yeah, one thing I will say... Is at least at the combine, it's not in a controlled environment. So, because you have to work with receivers you're not used to. So, that will at least is helpful. Oh, God. The, the Ravens are going to get a, rid of Lamar and get him. <laughs> then that team ain't doing shit because Anthony Richardson will not be ready to take over. Anthony Richardson, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to be on a soapbox for another 20 minutes about this. We'll talk about possibly the Ravens getting him tomorrow. And any other team. <laughs> right. And I'll give you my reasons why that would be a mistake. Why each one would be a mistake. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, we'll also take care of sports talk this week. <laughs> the Lakers did me a favor, finally. Yes, baby. Oh, sweet Jesus, I get to be happy for once in my life. We might not make the NBA championship, but at least we have a team. At least you have a team and a chance for next year. My God, thank God. It's looking better. And got rid of the freaking toxicity that was West Brick. Yeah. And now he's screwing over the other Los Angeles team. <laughs> well, there you go. That's funny. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. Get her done. Anyways, so I'll have that um, for you this week. So we have that. Football talk tomorrow, of course. Basketball, baseball, sports talk, basically. Thursday. Yeah. So. They'll do it first here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalkwitcooperinbigman. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, bigman, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg 
but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 